Hello, this is episode 229, recorded on Sunday the 9th of December 2018 at 10 to 2 and 20 seconds. Hello again. Yeah, another show. Again, another show. How many shows this week? Well, only two, I think. I have been out and it is incredibly crowded in the shopping centre, full of aggressive people pushing prams. Not a good combination. Man, those people should chill out. And I'm chilling out with some chocolate-covered coffee beans, which are delicious. But, unfortunately, I've got a bit of a dodgy stomach, so I can't really eat them. I've bought them, and I'm admiring them, and I've shaken the packet a few times, but maybe a bit later. So, how are your Christmas plans? Mine are... Well, pretty much non-existent, actually. I've got the same small tree that goes up every year. It's hardly a huge preparation to get ready for Christmas. (laughs) It's pretty pathetic, actually. But something I've got started early on is my own personal Star Wars extravaganza. I'm having a big rewatch, though for me, that's not so uncommon. I'm watching all the new Star Wars movies. That is, starting from The Force Awakens and everything from there, really. And I'm really enjoying myself. I know I have criticised the films slightly over the last couple of years, but I do like them. I suppose at some stage I'll have to sort out some form of real television again. After some months ago, if you remember, my satellite dish broke, and I found out also more recently that I can't have fast enough internet to stream content. Not in the next few months at least, might be a year or two. But for now, I'm enjoying the break. I might just buy some more second-hand DVDs because they're so cheap to tide me over this Christmas. I'm going to look and see if I can find a copy of Die Hard. I know, Die Hard! That should be in my collection. But I've moved around so much that there's barely anything in my collection. It's really like starting again. Okay, let's do the show! And first, Mortal Engines. I've been following this film's development for years. And here are some problems I have with the film. I think the biggest one is everyone looks beautiful. I mean, across the board. Male and female. Hester and Anna in particular look like goddesses. Perhaps I'm okay with that look for Anna. Hester? Seriously? What is going on? I love Hester in the book, but she is a battle-scarred, PTSD, broken, merciless assassin brought up by a Terminator in a post-apocalyptic wasteland. She does not look like that in the movie. 
It is absolutely not reflected in the look of the actress playing her in this film. What else? The trailers have been making the rounds for years, so I already know that the CGI looks cartoony. I don't know if they've somehow reshot some of the scenes in a computer again, or re-rendered things to make them look better, but from the trailers I've seen, I'm not that impressed. And look, I'm just not going to pay £10 to see this at the cinema. The books and the Freeva Crumb prequels, on the other hand, are brilliant. Absolutely no doubt about that. The books are really good. But this movie is just not for me. It's certainly not one that I'm going to spend money going to see at the cinema. I'll wait for the DVD. And surprise, surprise, we're back on the topic of Star Wars again. The Mandalorian. We've talked about this before, but now we know a few more details. It is apparently a live-action show about a do-gooding hitman. Great. So, he's not a cold but honourable space bounty hunter like Boba Fett. Oh man, how I miss the Boba of the expanded universe. At least the cast is wildly great. I have... Absolutely no problem with saying that. We have the brilliant Pedro Pascal from Game of Thrones, who may or may not play the Mandalorian, the main character. Although if he doesn't, I'm not sure what he would do. And I know that from the sites I've read, but depending on what you read and where you read it, you might know something else. Or at least be better informed than I am. And if you are, let me know. There is also the immortal block of granite that is Nick Nolte. Brilliant actor. I really like him. And, of course, MMA's Gina Carano, who, of course, needs absolutely no introduction. And I like all of those actors. Maybe John Favreau can pull something off with this, but the pitch seems a bit blah, a bit off, so I'm not sure. I will check it out when it comes out, of course, because I'm a Star Wars nut. But, yeah, I'm hoping it's going to be good. That Star Wars spy thriller, as yet unnamed, yes, another Star Wars show... Oh god, another one. This time it's a live-action prequel of a prequel of Rogue One, no less. Prequels of prequels. And it's about the life of Captain Cassian Andor, played by Diego Luna, before, well, you know what. (laughs) We all know what his ultimate fate is, so yeah. Although, saying that, I did enjoy the Han Solo movie, and we all know that poor old Han is not around anymore. (sighs) But all this stuff about Star Wars does beg the question, is there just too much Star Wars? And I think that is something we've talked about before as well. I really do hope that these shows are good. 
because it really sounds like Disney are watering down the franchise. I'm still annoyed that they've dumped Boba Fett. That show would have been really something, as I have a soft spot for the Bounty Hunter, someone I followed into the expanded universe. And, oh yes, he did survive the pit of Carcoon, the nesting place of the all-powerful Sarlacc. And, spoiler, he got married too. Yes, Boba Fett is married. He'd probably even have children. And, judging by today, he would be wheeling that pram through the shopping centre, only armed to the teeth. As would I. And I think if I had a family, I would also be armed to the teeth. I'd have one of those prams, like the pram that guy has in Shogun Assassin. (laughs) Do you remember that pram? So cool. Now... I'm doing a re-recommendation because I'm pretty sure I've mentioned the next show, Killing Eve, before, but I can't find it in the previous show notes. I did a text string search, and apparently there's nothing apart from me mentioning that this show exists. But since that time, I have box-setted Killing Eve, the spy versus spy, or rather spy versus vicious assassin drama. Sandra Oh plays the good spy versus a very, very funny Jodie Comer playing an utterly amoral Russian assassin, which is surely a breakout role for Comer. It's on iPlayer, and I'm pretty sure if you have access to iPlayer, you'll enjoy that, and that's Killing Eve. Next, Clique. This is a BBC Three drama about a female university student drawn into a clique of powerful students. In season one, she is involved with some student interns working for a financial company run by an influential economics professor and her brother. Season two sees her mixed up with a sophisticated men's rights trolling operation run by an ex-professor and staffed with, yet again, students. It's pretty compelling and the show has twists and turns all over the place and tries to pull the carpet from beneath the viewer's feet. Sometimes this is successful, other times one may just exclaim, Oh, come on, really? (laughs) As I did. That's a pity, because one of the side characters is really great, but their origin story is so contrived that they don't quite make the cut as the show's breakout character. This is unfortunate, because that actor is really great in the role. And yes, I am being vague, because spoilers. Ah, ah, Shang-Chi. After the Iron Fist 
fiasco, Marvel have decided on a new movie based on the Shang-Chi Master of Kung Fu comics from the 70s, co-created by Steve Englehart and Jim Starling. Jim Starling! Yes! It will star an actual Asian actor for a change. Oh my god, at last. And that was Shang-Chi. Captain Marvel. Brit Marlin has buffed the hell out of her self-confessed, not-so-amazingly-fit physique. Well, she might not think so, but I'm pretty sure average Brit Marlin is probably a lot fitter than average Roy. I must admit I know little about Captain Marvel, other than the stuff that everyone's seen in the trailers, and the other information that you can easily find on the internet. I gather she's either human, supercharged with some alien force, or a hybrid. Who really knows with all these retcons? There are trailers galore, including a few in my Twitter stream, so judge for yourself. And let me know if you are really hyped for Captain Marvel. And let's now move on from culture to technology and some news about SpaceX. And thank God, news about something Elon Musk runs rather than Elon Musk himself. SpaceX managed to reuse their Dragon ship in a mission to resupply the ISS, the International Space Station. The booster rocket, the Falcon 9, plopped into the sea instead of landing, so it wasn't a total success, but impressive nonetheless. The video of the plop down... (laughs) I think I'm the only person who's calling it the plop down. Yeah, the SpaceX plop down. (laughs) It's all over the net, but the capture of the dragon by the ISS's robot arm, if it works, will be available on Saturday. Yesterday. I haven't checked if everything went as planned yet, but I'll probably do a bit later today. (sighs) And that's it for the show this week. We're now into the after-show section, and if my tummy was feeling better, I would be munching those chocolate-covered coffee beans into the mic and rustling the bag, but... Maybe I'll give my stomach a break for the moment. Now, I must have mentioned a show called Why Don't You? It was produced by the BBC from 1973 to 1995. I do remember liking the show as a child. And I even learned to make a pretty good peanut butter and raisin sandwich from the show. Or was that Blue Peter? I think it was Why Don't You. Not important. But the words have always stuck with me. And as soon as I was talking about writing, making the odd game, and fiddling with computers, I realised that some of the old punk rock DIY culture must have permeated my brain and this podcast. Although, aside... 
I'm actually slightly too young to have been one of the original punks, so ageist skits need to shut up. The point is, you know why I do the odd creative item in the show, and that's why. Because I like making things, and I'm pretty sure a lot of you out there also like to make things. And it's nice to talk about the things we make. Ah, okay. That is it for the show for today. I have podcasted quite a lot this week, so be sure to catch all the other shows. Oh, and especially the show where I test out Lime Bikes. That was an interesting adventure. You can get in touch by going to RoyMartha.com. My name is spelt R-O-Y-M-A-T-H-U-R. My email address is Roy.Martha at gmail.com. I am on Twitter, at RoyMartha. And yes, I don't follow anyone, because the whole point of Twitter for me is to advertise my show and maybe get a bit of dialogue going. So if you want to contact me that way, please feel free to at me. Please review the show in iTunes and tell a friend about the show. This was episode 229, recorded on Sunday the 9th of December 2018, and the time at the end of the show is 18 minutes past 2 and 39 seconds. And now to the editing suite. Ah. Well, everyone, have a nice Sunday. Maybe listen to a few podcasts. Maybe make a podcast of your own. Yeah, I'm still here. Well, why am I still here? No reason for me to be here. Bye-bye for now. Bye. Just a little addendum to the SpaceX item that we talked about in the podcast. I have just checked while I was editing, and yeah, the Dragon spacecraft successfully arrived at the ISS and they docked. So it all went okay. See you next time.